0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Divine Gossip. Today is another guest episode with one of my favorite humans. I'm not just saying that. You're one of my favorite humans in the whole wide world. Um, I have Bailey with me. Is your last name Falk? Is that how you say it?
1: Yes, that is how you say it.
0: Okay, Bailey Falk. I love it. She runs two businesses. She's an Aquarius badass, to put it very lightly. She ha- She's a nutritionist. She helps women with PCOS, acne, hormonal health. Um, She also has a coaching business, and she's my business coach. She has helped me immensely on so many levels, so many levels, Um, and I'm very grateful to have you here. We're going to talk about men. How exciting.
1: Yes, I'm so excited, and thank you so much for having me on the podcast. Your words are so sweet and so kind. It could bring tears to my eyes, but I really appreciate you having me here, and I can't wait to to talk some shit about well not just shit
0: but about men. well yeah <laughs> yeah definitely shit we will be talking shit and and I do want to preface we are very straight too so unfortunately we only like men so this may only resonate well this will only resonate with people who like men you know by people whatever however you identify um but yeah let's let's go into some divine moments do you have one
1: so I was thinking about this question a lot because i do feel like recently i haven't had as many divine moments as i used to and i don't really know why that is but same two maybe just like not as in connection with god the universe whatever as i i used to dedicate a lot more time to it and that's something i need to work on but i would say i so two main ones first is just like in a recent meditation just feeling really like almost like I call the universe God, but whatever, feeling very like held almost like by God or the universe. Like I was like swaddled up like a, like swaddled like a baby and it felt very comforting. So I'd say that's one. And a second one kind of giving back the love to you that you gave to me is I feel like even having you as a client has been very divinely aligned because you have just been such an amazing client. Like, I mean, a lot of my clients truly like become some of my closest friends, but I feel like you were just such a divinely guided soulmate client. And like, I love you so much. I will, even, you know, even when you're not my, my client anymore, like I'm going to feel like we're close friends. And that was definitely like a divinely guided moment.
0: Oh my God. I'm literally tearing up. I'm in my luteal phase. You can't say stuff like that right now. (laughs) (laughs) You're so sweet. I feel the same way. And I just like, I really I am a very good client. Like I'm just going to toot my own horn. I, my other coach, my spiritual healer says the exact same thing. And I, I don't know. I've, I really appreciate that. That was very sweet. Um, my divine moment is, is. I have two. So yesterday I work with um Spirits Unbound on Instagram. I shout her out probably every episode cuz she's literally like God herself. But um she like walked me through a really 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 intense but very healing meditation yesterday and she and we were just talking about before this like the mother wound. Like I've been going through a lot of shit with my mom and It's very interesting how, and maybe it's a girl thing. I don't know, like a daughter mom thing, probably, probably that has something to do with it, but it's just, it can be a very intense relationship. Um, And she guided me through like a huge release. And I haven't cried like that in a very, very long time. So I use that, I use that divine moment because it was very divine um, to say that if you haven't cried in a long time, let it out let it out, please cry, because it's so healing, bottling that shit up, or or at least bottling that shit up is very, um, it can cause a lot of turmoil, and it doesn't have to be crying, it can be like screaming, singing, talking it out, crying, any kind of release is, is definitely needed when you're feeling big emotions, and so that was mine, and I literally, I. it's funny you said like you felt Held by God because I literally felt the same thing. Like it was almost like there was a being in the room with me, like just hugging me. And like physically, it was really cool. So I love that we have very similar ones. That's funny.
1: Yes. And I love that you like crying is such a good release. Like when you haven't had a good cry in a while, even like that means like having to like make yourself cry by putting on like a sad playlist, it just feels so good.
0: Yes. I literally have a playlist called Sad Shit. And I just play it like that's so important, especially music. Music is a great way to get the emotions moving. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's dive into let's dive into relationships. I kind of I feel like we're going to bounce around a lot, which I love. And I love that. Like I have questions I want to ask you and get your opinion on and all that. But the reason just to give the audience context, the reason I wanted to bring you on to talk about healthy relationships in general but especially what to look for in a man is because we've been through a lot of shitty relationships and we have that in common What we also have in common is we're in healthy relationships with a man right now and it's it's been great on my end how about you it's been great
1: yes it's been great and emphasis on that we're with a man no longer with a little toxic boys. so
0: <laughs> yes. same thing yes yes so my first question is, can you share a bit about the story of how you and your partner first met and what like initially it drew you guys together?
1: Of course. And I think something kind of important to share with this is kind of a little bit of my past so that yeah how I met my partner now makes sense. So in the past I've had, I've like three ex-boyfriends. My first, like my first, like my boyfriend I dated in high school I'm gonna leave him out of it because he was fine but it was just like a very immature relationship because we both were so young but like he's a fine human so no shit talking he does he doesn't deserve that but the last two were very very toxic uh, very much the avoidant and anxious dy- dynamic if you guys are familiar with like you know your attachment style so there's avoidant anxious anxious avoidant and then secure so I was always the anxious they were always the avoidant I feel like they never truly liked me. Like, I feel like they generally like did not like who I was as a person, um, was cheated on, was like in my last relationship, you we are supposed to move to a different state and then just kind of pulled the rug from under me and broke up with me out of nowhere. Um, and just were both very toxic. So before finding my current partner, I, of course, you know, had a lot of soul searching, went to therapy, all of the things, because I think when you're in tox- toxic relationships, you think like you're the problem. And like, that's why you've been in so many toxic relationships. And I came to learn, like, of course I have my own problems and flaws and it wasn't only the other person, but like, I wasn't like, I wasn't the reason why I kept being in like all these shitty relationships being treated really bad. But anyways, did a lot of healing. And then when it came to finding my current partner is very unexpected. And I find that the best things come when it's very unexpected. I actually was going to move to Costa Rica. Like had my heart set on moving to Costa Rica And, um, but before that, I kind of just wanted to like, I've never really, I mean, I had like a hoe phase in college, but like, I haven't had one in a a long time. I'm almost 26. So I was like, you know what? I kind of want to like casually date people. I've never really done that. So I was on the dating apps, like casually dating people. But then at the same time, I also made a list in my phone of specifically everything I'd want to find in a man when it came to the time for me to find my person. And it, in the past, I used to always focus on a lot of physicals, like they have to be, cause I'm tall. They have to be six foot three and have a lot of tattoos and look this specific way. And of course I believe you need to be attracted to someone. But my problem was I was focusing so much on like physically what I wanted versus like personality wise. So I made a very specific list of, I had like, I don't know, I may still have it on my phone. It has like 30 things probably on it. Very specific to a T and I told myself, you know, besides like casually dating, when it comes to like me actually truly liking someone, like wanting to actually date someone, they need to check off every single thing on this list in order for me to enter a relationship with them. Because in the past, I never did that. If, you know, they just seemed like they liked me and I was attracted to them. I'd be like, okay, let's date. Even if it didn't make any sense to, um, so my current partner, Chase, shout out to you. Um, I started dating him and you know what it was a really bad idea to to start dating people before planning to leave out of the country that was really stupid I would not recommend doing that but (laughs) anyways I started dating him and like actually really liking him and then I was like oh shit like I'm gonna be leaving to Costa Rica and at the same time one of my friends was moving here so I ended up staying and I was like okay I'll stay for a few more months I'll continue to date to go on dates See or talk to, I know it is the word you use. I'll continue to talk yeah. to, yeah. Face. And things just really evolved. I started like looking at my list, he was checking off every single thing on the list. And a big thing about him was what attracted to me about him. Although, you know, I was attracted physically, was all the personality traits in the sense that we were so similar. We both really liked traveling, which is a huge thing. Both wanted to live more an unbeaten path outside of like nine to fives, all the things both aligned like our core morals and things aligned which I always in the past dated people who would be like the opposite on every single thing I'd believe and then we just fight about it all the time which made no sense so it was the same with me and all of that and just like everything fell into place started dating a few months later and here we are now we have been dating for over a year and a half and we live together and things are great so there's my long-winded story I love (laughs) it oh my
0: god that a few interesting things yes there is a very do you think it's a generational thing the dating talking terminology right probably
1: yeah I think it is between like millennials and gen z or like technically I'm a millennial but I would I, yeah, I don't really use the word talking I use the word dating in the sense of like the act of dating but then like you're officially boyfriend and girlfriend and you're, you know okay one of you pops the question
0: Okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. I, uh, I also noticed you said that you guys were so similar and I always grew up like being told that like opposites attract and you don't want to be too similar. And like, if you date yourself, that means you're egotistical and whatever. But like my boyfriend and I are so similar as well. And it's very interesting about the values and the morals, because if you don't match on like that soul level of like, oh, I believe like you need to be empathetic and compassionate and not shit on people. Look at that. Like how crazy is that idea? Then you're not going to align like, because you you guys are both going to be constantly doing things you both disagree with and it's never going to be in alignment like that. So anyway, thank you for explaining that. And you guys are the cutest. I'm, a, oh my God. I literally thought about this randomly last night when you posted about when he got the fish and he was, yeah. just staring. <laughs> he was yes. just staring at his fish tanks. That is so sweet. Oh my God. Okay. So I guess I can say how Cody and I met. So Cody and I have been dating for almost three years. It'll be three years, May, 2024. We met through a lot of people. Well, like a friend group that we're not friends with anymore because they moved and like, whatever. But, um, we met through friends and he, it it honestly was like, I, I agree with the unexpected thing as well, because it was so unexpected. I actually was dating someone, um, as when I met him. And when I was dating this one boy, he, I think was 19 and I was 17 and he was very abusive, like with text girls all the time. He did put his hands on me one time. Like it was really toxic. And then I was at my friend's house, like texting my boyfriend at the time and Cody walks in and I was like, hi, (laughs) like he was very attractive. And, um, and then we were like hanging out as friends for a while, ended up breaking up with my boyfriend at the time. And, he was there with me through like a horrible relationship and then we started talking which is dating in your terms but um we just were texting a lot and like you know flirting all the time and our whole friend group was like why aren't you guys dating yet like we all know you like each other and it was like it was like a really like movie-esque love story or whatever but um so yeah we've been dating ever since 2021 but yeah, there's that. I don't know why. I I don't know where I was going with that, but that's just how we met and we live together now. And I just moved in with him. And I can say, honestly, like nothing has really changed because I feel like when you like in a bad way, because I feel like my parents love them and, you know, they're just concerned parents. They were always like, be careful who you move in with. You're not married yet. And they're also very traditional. And they always were like, you need to marry and like you need to marry and then move in together and then have kids and like in that order. Um, And I didn't do that. And it was still very much perfect. Like not me, I'm not perfect. And we bicker sometimes, but that's normal, but it still did not change in a bad way, our relationship. And I really am excited to get into the personality traits of these men because I feel like a lot of girls go through really, really hard times in relationships and they do think it's their fault and they do think that the gaslighting tendencies and the very, very toxic behaviors because these men tend to, the men that we are going to very much shit talk today, are constantly blaming them for the issues in the relationship when all they want is respect and openness and little boys are not capable of that um so what in your opinion defines a healthy relationship
1: so well first I want to touch on a few things you said about how you and Cody met and everything or just like even the living together situation I personally believe it's better to live with someone before you get married because you can yes. very much realize a lot of things about them that you don't like you could not live together well I think you really see someone's true colors living with them um so I you know I think you did the the right the right move with that Thank and you. okay so what are characteristics I'm I mean I literally have a list I'm trying to remember what I put on that list. So I think a big thing is always going to be communication because I think that's something that lacks in toxic relationships that you should feel very comfortable to tell the person you're dating any way you feel, even if you're angry at them, Mm -hmm. even if you're annoyed at them, even if you are upset with them. Because when you are in a relationship with someone toxic, yeah, they might be there for you for when you are mad at someone else or if you're expressing emotions that aren't about them. But if you're in a relationship with someone toxic, if you're angry at them or upset at them, that's when the communication stops. They shut down. They don't want to talk to you about it. They're bypassing your feelings because they don't like that you're upset at them. So you should be able to communicate with your partner, even if it's negative towards them. Um, But of course, that healthy communication and feeling like you can say whatever's on your mind, you don't have to hold it in or bottle it in. I would say that's one of the biggest things for me, I don't know if you want to like go every other, if you want me to just like rattle off more. Yeah,
0: I'll talk about that first, because that is it, I, I really agree. Like that, for me also, like that is the number one thing, because if you are not safe to use your voice and you find yourself like like I, I'm just imagining when I was in a toxic relationship with a man with a boy, he every time he would do something that would hurt my feelings or he would cross a boundary of mine. I would go to say something and then I would literally stop myself and like silently cry while I like look out the window and I'm like all sad because he would never make me feel safe to open up like that and it's definitely so yes that but also like if you are actively saying your feelings and they are constantly flipping it back to you and not really really be having an open mind and being like okay let me really listen and like really absorb and not just respond to respond and respond to and they need to respond to you in a way that openly that shows that they're open that shows that they're open to criticism and how you're feeling because if they shut you down it's I mean that's such an asshole move I don't know how to say it um so yeah I agree
1: no, I had the same thing, too, where in my past relationship, like, I would literally, like, I wasn't even, like, allowed to cry in front of him because he was uncomfortable with my emotions of crying or being upset. So just, like, silently crying myself to sleep or going in the bathroom to cry or, like, if I was mad at him at all whatsoever, it would be, like, turned around back at me. And I, I was just telling Chase, like, I love, because in the past, even with, like, love my parents, even with my parents... And with exes, I was never allowed to be mad. Like I was never allowed to be mad at them. Mm. Uh, I was always the one of the wrong and I was not allowed to be mad. And I love that Chase lets me be mad. And it's not like I'm just always like a mad bitch to him, but like he lets me be mad. He lets me cry and like he's supportive about it. And it's so nice to finally like let, like to be like to feel allowed to like be fucking mad if I'm mad and not to feel bad about feeling mad.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's great. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is great. Can we also talk about like, ha- and like, tell me your experience with this too. Cody has no idea how a woman's body works. And as I've been learning, he's been learning too. And first of all, thank God for you, because if I didn't find your fucking Instagram, I would have no idea that I ha- even am in my luteal phase right now. But um, so I've been learning and like reading books and educating myself on how my hormone cycle works and he thinks he thought that women just bleed once a month and he didn't even know like where a tampon went and I think that that just shows one men need to be more educated but it's very interesting the dynamic because he's open to being like like literally he was like well aren't you in your luteal phase right now I'm like did you just say the word luteal I'm like, did did a man just say the word "ludial" to me? Like that is insane. So I guess it's very also, it's very important to find a man who understands that you work astronomically different than him.
1: No, that is so, so important. And I think if you're with someone who's just a good fucking person, they will be more than willing to learn, like learn about that. And also not shame you like let's say you're like upset during your period they won't be like well it's because you're you know you're on your period and it's not actually valid like we don't want a man like that either but that is so that is so important every little toxic man i've dated to has been so grossed out by periods like yes i don't know. this is tmi to say like wouldn't have sex during a period think it's gross and even like with my ex so i have endometriosis and at the time i had a tumor on my ovary which is removed and i have a lot of less problems now But because of that, I was bleeding for, like, two straight months. I would bleed every single day. And therefore, he thought that was so gross, so icky. Like, he didn't touch me. We didn't have sex for two months because I was an icky, gross, bleeding woman. And we do not want men like that. Those men are... I won't swear, but they're not good.
0: (laughs) No, you can literally swear and you can talk about all the sex you want. Um, I fucking agree. I mean, that how how literally childish is that I mean if you uh, and if this is harsh sorry not sorry but if you're with a man who thinks that who his first reaction to your period is ew yikes you know so
1: what what else?
0: yeah what what else can you think of this in a healthy relationship if anything
1: oh there's so much more I would say I'm very much, so like, obviously I know you probably talk in this lot with like the masculine and feminine energies. Everyone has masculine and feminine energies, but you should find a good, you know, balance between usually in a straight relationship in a specifically straight relationship, mm-hmm. the woman more of the fat, fe- like feels better being in her feminine. Although of course she has masculine energy in her and the man does better in his healthy masculinity, not toxic masculinity, toxic masculinity is actually when a man usually isn't too much in his. Too much is too much in his feminine, but I personally want a man who's in his healthy masculinity. So therefore I always feel safe, supported, secure. He takes initiative. He makes plans. He makes decisions. I always feel taken care of. So that is something I really wanted. And it didn't mean he had to be this super rich man. I didn't have to pay for anything. Cause like, that's not how I am, but I want to feel like he plans dates, he pays for a lot of our dates like he owns the house I live in like i you know pretty much live here for free so I like feeling secure and taken care of whether it's in past relationships even though they would make at the time a lot more than me I would still be expected to pay 50 50 and that was a big icky no for me um so that's something feeling safe supported secure like I'm being taken care of that was a trait I really looked for yeah and then Another big thing, too, was with attachment styles, I really needed someone who was a secure attachment style, not, not anxious, not an avoidant, like I needed someone who was a secure, because at the end of the day, I think I am a secure attachment. I was just with people who were so avoidant and dismissive, it almost made me an anxious attachment, so I was really looking for someone who was secure in their self, secure attachments, didn't have a lot of trust issues and again, that goes along with communication. Um, I don't yeah. know if you have anything to, to feed off of those.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The masculine energy thing is so true. And it, again, just for straight relationships, but that is literally the sexiest thing a man can offer you is security. And yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say for that. Cause you you nailed it. Um, yeah, I love that. You're so knowledgeable.
1: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. it's the Aquarius. Aquarius is you're well, so smart. Not for being cocky about their intelligence, but no, things. no, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, you're you're very intelligent, and I think that's. I'm just like complimenting you all the time, but I just I love saying how much I love you, but um, you talk very intelligently, and I and I like that because you don't like beat around the bush. You know what you have to say, and you say it, and I like that. Yeah, um,
1: thank
0: you what is the number one most important thing to have in a healthy partnership? Kind of think we covered that. I mean, communication is really fucking important.
1: Yeah, I would say communication. And just for kind of going off your last question, a few more things that I think are really important that I thought of that I'll just kind of rattle off because I know they're on my list. Yeah. First is being a hype man for your dreams and goals. For me, it was my business, but supporting you in your career. If you want to start a business, they should do nothing but hype you up with that. That was very important for me. Um, for me, something that's important is someone who lives like a very motivated, healthy lifestyle, because that's the lifestyle I live. So I needed that to match. Like they want to go to the gym. They want to eat healthy. They have goals or work interests. They have hobbies outside of drinking and watching sports. That was a huge one. (laughs) They have actual, they have actual hobbies.
0: (laughs) Wow. What a concept. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, I think to have an example for the business one. I've, I made a really big sale yesterday, and another woman joined my course. And I was like, I went into our room and cause Cody was like, um, just like playing games or whatever he was doing because he's off work yesterday. Um, I went into the room and I was like, oh my God, she actually signed up. Like, oh my fucking God, I was like so happy. And he was like, and he celebrated me and he was like, I don't know why you're so surprised like you were made to do this and he really got really deep with me and he was like I- I'm not surprised that you are guiding women in the way you do and I was like oh my god thank you so if, if he's not I mean come on now if he's not he's he's so happy for you but also just not surprised at your success that is the level that I've always wanted so
1: I love that, and I'm not surprised either because you are made to do this. But I love that that was his reaction so so much. And I recommend everyone, like if you're single or even if you're dating someone, making a list in your phone of all the personality traits. Like get super crazy, like like write out as many as you want. Because when I did that, I would read it off to some people. This is mostly like older women, and they'd be like, "Wow, that's like a lot to expect out of someone." And I'm like, "No, it's not because this is me. I am every single one of these things. So it's not." Also, I think older women have lower expectations because they grew up, you know, in a different world than we did. But um, I know I have a million more on that, but one that I want to bring up, that's a little out there, but I always need to say it because I think not enough women talk on this and I don't know what words I can say and not say on Spotify. So I'll say it with a C, but I personally did not want to date a man who watched corn. I'll say with a C, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. I think a lot of women are not okay with it. If you if you are totally okay with it deep down inside, this isn't for you. But yeah. I think a lot of women are not okay with it. I think it ruins a lot of relationships. In the past, it's ruined a lot of my relationships. I think it can ruin your sex life, the way you feel about yourself, the way on it, the expectations men expect out of you when they're watching actresses who have a ton of work done that's not real sex in real life. So I needed a man who was willing and okay with not watching corn, wouldn't go to strip clubs, and doesn't follow like a bunch of thoughts online. That was a huge one for me, a big in like, I mean, Chase was more than happy, obviously not to do that stuff. So yeah, that was one I had to mention.
0: No, I love that you said that. I I strongly agree. I think that watching that is so detrimental to your mental, emotional and sexual health because- you're right. The expectations are insane. That is not 99% of the time and rough estimate. Cause I'm not a fucking st- st- statistic genius, but 99% of the time women do not look like that. And they do not act like that during sex. And they do not want that during sex. And I think that's a very extremely important um, point.
1: Yes. Because they'll watch like a video of like, Oh, you know, a woman being like, pounded I'm like women don't want like women don't usually want that and it's just yeah. so on a, you know gives bad expectations so that was a big one for me
0: yeah I agree it's it's a lot more aggressive in that world than the real world um so I think we kind of touched on this a little bit but how do you navigate conflicts in a very healthy way
1: So me and Chase really didn't have any conflicts in our relationship until we probably lived together, just like the little things like, you know, he'll do the dishes, he'll keep the house clean, but it's not on my time schedule. And that's where I have to have more grace because not everything's going to be done on my time schedule. (laughs) But with that, a big thing is I don't, I don't hold him in. I let him know. But I, you know, I try not to be his mom and tell him what to do. I try to always ask kindly. Um, But again, it always comes back to communication. So not bottling things in, but sitting down, not raising your voice, not swearing, having like a very civil, kind conversation about things. And I'm trying to think of other problems because it's such a healthy relationship. I feel like the only things we have is really just like little things like living together. um, And even one thing that... Maybe some couples can agree with, like, who've lived together for a while is sometimes when you live together for a while, not like it feels like he's my roommate or anything, but sometimes, you know, there's a little like less dates planned. We don't, we, since we live together, it's not like when you live separately and there's the excitement of like seeing each other every time you make plans, like, you know, sitting down. I know we had a conversation about making sure like the effort is the same as when we didn't live together, but I mean, it's very civil. Conversation because neither of us swear, neither of us raise our voices. We both are good listeners. We both try to be empathetic to the other person. And I think that's a big thing.
0: All those. Yeah. Yeah. Having conversations is so important, like literally sitting down and making the time to make sure that both expectations are met. And getting a little like down to business with each other, because if you don't talk about these things, they will never be talked about and never acknowledged. And that's where problems arise. I totally agree. I'm the same way. I mean, I, he forgot to take the trash out last night and I said, Hey, can you please take the trash out? And he was like, Oh shoot. Yeah. And immediately did it. And I feel like most men would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it later because they're not understanding, like in our mind it needs, it it needs to be done because it's a fucking task in our mind that needs to be done, especially with girls like us. Like we want shit done when we want it done and we have a schedule and things to do and all that. So I agree. Amazing.
1: And I feel like when you're in a healthy relationship, you just don't have as much conflict as if you were in a unhealthy relationship. Like we truly don't really have many issues. Um, if anything, and this is going to sound, this is where I'm a little bit toxic. <laughs> Since I've only been in toxic relationships, I'm used to the roller coaster highs and lows of like counting how many days you go in between fighting, you know, like fighting was so normal and like being toxic was so normal. Like me and Chase things are so healthy and stable that I feel like sometimes for fun, if I'm like a little bored, I'll like get sassy and create a problem out of nothing specifically because I'm trying to create that chaos that was so normal for me. If anything that's you know where I create the problems but I think when you're in a truly healthy relationship and you have open communication all the time there are such little problems to even discuss
0: yeah that self-awareness is so key as well because I'm the same fucking way if I'm especially like if I am a hormonal mess which I am because I just got off birth control and we're we're figuring it out but I'm emotional and I'm going through a lot of life changes too so literally this morning I was like I just feel like you're falling out of love with me or something and he was like what the fuck are you talking about
1: <laughs> I say that all the time and Chase every time is like we've had this conversation like two days ago you need to
0: stop And <laughs> I was like and, but I had that self-awareness I was like you know what I'm just really sad right now just literally ignore everything I'm saying because it's not gonna make any sense and he was like okay and just held me and gave me a hug but like that is The self awareness part of it too, because if you don't know your own patterns and you don't take a step back and realize what the fuck you're saying, then you start to get your ego in there, your bad ego. Like it's a whole mess. So that self awareness, I love that. That's amazing. Thanks. So, in what ways do you and your partner support each other's businesses? I'm so excited to hear about this because I know Chase is having his own little thing right now, right?
1: Yes. So, I guess there's some background info for everyone listening so far as far as him supporting my business. So when we started dating, I was already full-time in my business doing, you know, doing my own, my own shit. But with all my past people I've dated, I always felt very insecure. Like they were judging me like of what I was doing. Like they wouldn't like even follow my like business page and like, like the posts. And I just felt like judged by them. Like they were like, I don't know, just being judgy about me. Acting like an influencer online and Chase has never given me those vibes, he's always been very supportive. If I've ever struggled, um, like let's say I had a low sales month, you'd always be like, Bailey, come on, like you know, you always make sales, like you need, you know, like always like being my hype man in that way. Yeah. If I've ever wanted to like invest when I invest in a coach, like I remember one time I invested in a coach's program, paid in full, it was several thousand dollars. And like usually I feel like someone who maybe doesn't understand the business world or a shitty boyfriend would be like, can't believe you spent all your money on that. Or you didn't even ask me, especially if you live together or or maybe like, like, oh, like that's a lot of money. Like I didn't even ask Chase. I spent the money and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I spend this money on this coach's program. And he was like, hell yeah. And was so supportive. And whenever I want to hire a coach, he's always so, so supportive with that. I feel super like in the past, I wouldn't feel confident, like filming a video with like my ex being by me because again I felt very judged like I feel very safe to do that around Chase and he's just overall a hype man like engaged with all of my stuff and the thing is is when we first started dating he didn't always like he followed my page but he didn't like always really like like my posts or something and for so him to like swipe by them and this is where communication is key like I told him hey I know you're not doing this on purpose like I know you support me but like so I don't think men always think about this like it's important to me that the person I'm with like like you're my boyfriend you should be like liking and you know, boosted up my post in the algorithm. And he's like, oh, shit, like, I'm so sorry. And now he never forgets to do it. So he's very supportive. And then Chase, so he started a business. It's not necessarily like a business yet in the sense that he is getting his certification for personal training and nutrition. So he's waiting to finish those before he starts his actual business. But he's never been a big social media guy. Like he has own social media, like he barely ever posts on it. So his first task is to just learn to post on social media consistently and to use his own creativity versus looking at other people's posts for inspiration. And that is where I have to find a balance because I told him, I'm not your business coach. I'm not looking to run a third business. Of course I will support you. And you know, I'll, I'll help him more than I'll help random Joe because he's my fucking boyfriend and I love him and he lives with me. But you know, it's his own, his own thing. He has to navigate. I'm for sure his number one hype woman, hype woman with that and have full faith that he'll make it happen. Um, so he has to finish getting his certifications and then he'll start taking on clients. They already have some clients like in line waiting to work with him, which is really exciting, but he has to figure out how to use the, uh, how to even use social media, which is funny. Cause it's like an old man learning how to use Instagram.
0: <laughs> yeah. I love that. I'm I started following him because I was like, "Oh, I'm going to I'm going to support him because I know that you're really happy for him and all that." So that's really cool. Both of you guys are huge inspirations to us, like for real, because you're in you're you're very in a health well, obviously you're in a healthy relationship, but I can see the amount of support you guys have together and like the energy between you guys is so inspiring, honestly. So I love that thank you that's so sweet of you of course of course and it's different for Cody and I because he works on a normal normal nine to five sometimes he's on night shifts sometimes he's on day shifts um and he definitely makes the most of income right now um but he's very supportive with me I'm, I mean he's literally the same way I feel like I I not that I had a business before before him, but he, I, I can't even imagine filming videos or working at my desk every day and living with my other boyfriends, like he, my other ex-boyfriends. That is such, I, I can't even imagine the amount of like unsupportiveness that would have came from them. Um, so yeah, if you're out there in your business, your business owner definitely gets you a man who is your number one hype man but also just has so much faith in you. And when you have those low sales months or, um, I don't know, you get discouraged or you start to have a little bit of imposter syndrome, having that partner next to you that is always going to lift you up and genuinely believes in you is so fucking game changing. No, it really is. It truly is. So, are there any particular habits or rituals that you found contribute to your thriving relationship?
1: So two things, I guess, that are more like habits, rituals, whatever you want to call them, is and we don't necessarily have this planned out, but it wouldn't be a bad idea to plan this out if you usually wouldn't do this. But we have like check-ins. I mean, I usually initiate them for sure. But we do like every couple of weeks or months, we do check-in in the sense of like, what can we both work on? Like, what are we doing well? What can be, like, in normal life and in sex? Like, what's not going well? Um, you know, what do you would we appreciate about each other? So, like, we do little check ins, which I think are very important for like the maintenance of your relationship. And then my, one of my favorite things ever is I ask a million fucking questions. And in the past, my exes have hated this. In Chase. I don't know if he loves it, but he accepts it. And that's, what's important. It's like, I'm a girl of a million questions. And when we go on, especially like on dinners or where there's more like just us two times of like silence. I love even going on TikTok. If you look up on TikTok, like deep questions to ask your partner or Google, like I love finding those deep questions and I'll ask like 10 at dinner and we'll talk about them. And that's been super helpful to get to know each other on a deeper level in a very intentional way. So I would say, yeah, both of these, those two things, having little check-ins and then just like asking really deep questions intentionally to get to know the other person. Because even if you've been dating someone for years, you still don't, you think you know them fully, but like you, you're not them. You still don't fully know them. And like, I think you can always get at a deeper level with someone.
0: Oh, that's such a good point. I totally agree. I, we literally are almost the same person or something because I literally, I can't I cannot tell you how many couples quizzes I have pulled up and how many like what to ask your boyfriend and it's like uh, he same thing I don't know if he loves it but he definitely accepts it I've just always been such a curious person and especially when I like someone I'm like I want to ask I want to know your deepest darkest secrets like please tell me everything um so I'm literally the same way so much so to the point where I literally did that the other day and I looked up like couples quizzes because I was like bored and we were watching tv and all of the links were already clicked on and I've already fucking asked <laughs> all the questions <laughs> so, I love that. um I loved those I've uh, about the check-ins what's like a good time frame you think like once a month because I'm literally gonna start doing that with Cody we don't do that
1: yeah I feel like once a month and. Or just, yeah, I would say, like, around once a month is a good time. I mean, for some people, maybe more, less. Like, we don't really schedule it out anymore. But, like, when I feel like we haven't done one in a while, we will. Or, like, if we, I don't know, if, like, sometimes, like, life gets busy and, like, if you're more stressed and you haven't had, like, sex in a while, I'll be like, hey, why isn't this happening as much as it should? Like, what do you want? What do I want? Like, but yeah. I think it's more helpful when you, like, you do it as a preventative measure versus, like needing to do it because you're having a problem. But yeah, I'd once a month.
0: That's a really good point. Yeah. Cause well, yeah. Cause if you're, you're checking in with each other, it prevents fucking future problems. You're such a genius. Um, how do you balance independence and togetherness in y'all's relationship?
1: This is such a good question because I am a very independent girly as an Aquarius. Same, and same. I've never lived with someone before. And so I think that's actually something like this might sound bizarre to people but in a perfect world where me and Chase lived in a bigger house we would have was it so don't freak out when I say this we'd have separate bedrooms not in the sense we would still sleep in the same bed at night but I would love for us to have our own separate bedrooms that we decorate our own way so therefore if I have like someone come stay over they can stay in like one of our beds is like the guest room but like They're both our own separate rooms that we like decorate our own way, have our own closets and like keep our personality uniqueness that way. But I would say a big thing is, and actually one of my friends, shout out, I'm trying to remember her Instagram name. We went to India together. She's a huge, it blew the fuck up. She went from like a thousand to like 80,000 followers on um, Instagram. She's a relationship coach. Was she on your podcast? Yes, Natalie Nima. I don't remember her exact Instagram name. It might just be Natalie Nima. Um, I am saying her name correctly. She's German, so I'm not sure. But um, I was actually talking to her about this and that a lot of attraction, this is why people like sometimes lose attraction or get a little bit bored in relationships, like long-term, because a lot of attraction and excitingness is from polarity. Kind of what you said earlier of people being different. And that doesn't mean different personalities, but like you're living your different lives.
0: Mm. And like,
1: especially when you're not living together too, like you- Like, living your different lives, hanging out, you know, with different friends, having your own different hobbies, so that you have something to, like, talk about and learn about the other person, and that's what creates a lot of excitement because of the unknown of your differences and um, the polarity between both of you, and when you live together and spend all your time together, you have nothing new to talk about. Everything's the same. It gets kind of, like, stale and boring, so a big thing she teaches is, and, like, this is something that's not, this is actually something i have seen me and Chase struggle with because we live together we enjoy our time together so we spend so much time together but then things can feel a little bit like i hate using the word boring but like i i mean he knows we talked about this so like just cuz it's very stable so i would say for me it's being better and him at making plans with our friends separately luckily we both get along with each other's friend groups so like we do hang out with each other's friend groups too together but making plans outside of hanging out with each other is a big one um we like also love going to the gym together, but sometimes going to the gym on our own and doing our own hobbies on our own, not always just sitting in our home together every single night, watching TV on the couch. So I would say that's a big thing of us communicating about us needing to go do our own things, have our own hobbies, hang out with our friends separately. So we're not just like hanging out together all the time. And I know too, like if I wanted to go take a weekend trip to Miami chase would be like very supportive of me like going and doing my own thing and not like worrying about it so I think it's just the intentionality of doing things to create a little bit more polarity and difference and like being going off and doing your own thing without the person you're with
0: period yeah I literally have nothing to add that was beautiful I 1000% agree actually I will add if your partner if Like, say you're with someone, you're in a relationship, it's going great, and you start to want a little bit more of alone time. If they get mad at you for wanting that alone time, that's really fucking weird. And that's a huge red flag. Your partner should (laughs) want alone time as well.
1: (laughs) I love it. That's really fucking weird. It's really weird. Yeah, trust issues. And also, I think, like, because playing devil's advocate, I have a lot of friends. So I have a lot of friends where it's opposite, where, um, there are partners like me and they're like, Hey, so-and-so like I need to just hang out with the bros or like go to the gym on my own or hang out. And then they're like, Oh, like cheating on me. You don't like me. And I think it stems from like an insecurity of trust or like worthiness, but like they need to work on that problem. That's not, that doesn't mean yeah. you just take up their knees and hang out with them 24 seven.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of layers to that for sure. Um, but then that goes into the self-awareness and the communication and all of that um what advice would you give to others aiming to build and sustain and even find a healthy relationship
1: i would say number one make a list of the things that you need personality wise even if you're dating someone see like how many do they actually check off and the things that aren't checked off is that something realistically that can change because at the end of the day although people can change you cannot expect someone to change. So if someone is messy, has trust issues and is a player or like, I don't know, talk to a lot of girls before you start dating them, you can't expect any of those things to change. They can change, but you have to take someone for face value of how they are before you start dating. So really making that list and seeing if the person you're dating fits those things are the things that, are very realistic for them to change. Uh, but again, you can't expect them to change. So that's the first thing. I would say monthly check-ins uh, or check-ins as needed is super helpful to maintain a healthy relationship. Time, setting time aside to really communicate your needs and what you both you know, like, dislike, need to change, etc. cetera. Um, I don't know, I really just, I feel like those are the main ones.
0: I, I mean, will- there's so many
1: other things, but-
0: yeah. I will add, if you're in the category of finding a healthier relationship, it's um put, put yourself out there because I get a lot of women in my readings and sessions with people um that are like, I just can't seem to find love. Like, I just don't know what I'm doing. And like, I'll see in the cards and like feel intuitively. I'm like, girl, you're not even putting yourself out there. Like go out with your friends, like go to dating sites or whatever. I don't, I'm like, I've been in a relationship for so long. I don't know how people find boyfriends, but put yourself out there. Um,
1: and yeah, it's I found all past my three, like all my access besides my high school boyfriend and like chase were all from dating apps because okay. I personally, like I didn't want to find someone at a bar because like, yes, great people go to bars. I go to bars sometimes, but like I didn't want to attract like an alcoholic party type of man. So True. dating for me were super helpful.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're literally interviewing people basically, right? Would you say that? Yeah.
1: Actually, okay. I mean, I think it's a lot easier to find someone you you know, pick and choose because there's a yeah. lot of people. You know? Yeah.
0: But it's also like um it's part of the manifestation of it, right? You can't you need to look at the energy. I literally just learned this yesterday on your group coaching call, but you need to look at the energetics of it. Try not to focus so much on physicalities. I mean, obviously you have to be attracted to them in, some, that, in that way, but energetics is what you need to focus on first. And I think we've both very much learned that. How do we want to feel? How do we want to be treated? Um, and then also taking aligned action. Um, and that is that involves putting yourself out there and putting yourself in situations where you could meet the one or whatever. Um, so Yeah. And to start wrapping it up, can you share a funny or memorable story from your time together?
1: Um, Funny or memorable? I'm sure there's so many. So for a memorable story, when we actually I have a funny and memorable. Okay. okay. So when we first started dating, Chase, so this was maybe a month in. And I don't know why we laugh at this all the time. So it's so funny because <laughs> I want a man who's secure and buys me gifts, whatever. About a month in, because I was, still was unsure about Chase, because I didn't know if I was going to move to Costa Rica. I didn't know, like, what was going on. And I would say at that time, he maybe was a little bit more invested into me than I wasn't to him. And he, so I mentioned once, my parents got me an air fryer for Christmas. I asked for one for Christmas. It was, like, years ago. And it was so fucking small. It could fit maybe, like, four chicken nuggets in it. It was, like, little cheapo, <laughs> so pissed off that I had a really tiny air fryer. And I remember mentioning to him, because I think maybe we we're going to, like, cook something in it. And I was like, my air fryer is so small. I really need a big one. And, like, the next week, this man fucking brings me this giant air fryer he bought me. And he's like, yeah, I was at Target and saw so I was on sale, so I got it for you. And in my head, now knowing Chase, I'm like, that man went out of his way to get me that. He was out just strolling in Target and saw the fucking air fryer. But, uh, but that air fryer, it, like, gave me the ick, which is so weird. It, like, I think it's because he was more invested into me at the time. I was, like, telling my sister and my mom, like, this guy got me an air fryer. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's too much commitment for me right now. <laughs> And um that is thing. Yeah, it's funny because like I want a man who like buys me things, but I think it's just because he was so invested and I was unsure at the time. Um and then I felt like because he bought me that, like, like if the things weren't gonna work out, I like felt entitled to like have to give him my time. But it's funny because like, you know, we're in like a loving, healthy relationship now. So it's like a funny one. And then shortly after that, I would say like a month or two later, maybe like two months later a month and a half later, we were on our first camping trip together and we were hammocking reading by a river. And I remember in that moment, I was like, I think I love this person. And like, I told Chase that maybe like a month later when we actually were like officially dating and stuff. Um, and said the L word. And he like said like the exact thing, like that was like a very memorable moment in his head was that like hammocking by the river on the camping trip. And, um, yeah it's just cute because we both like knew in that moment
0: so oh my god I am literally about to start my period I, I just teared up at that
1: like <laughs> what? The look at thing to tear about but it's
0: funny <laughs> oh that's funny um that's so sweet I love that I'm trying to think of a funny story with him he's a very clumsy person so honestly I'm kind of laughing at him every day he's just he there's so many things. This is not very funny, actually. I'll tell. I'll tell one funny thing. He was at my parents' house helping um, to move like this old dining room table outside into the front yard so that the trash people could throw it away. And it was an outside dining room table, so they had to walk around the pool, and like it was really heavy and all that. And he's very clumsy, so like they were literally saying um like my stepdad always like teases him about like upper body strength because he's like my second dad and he teases my boyfriend whatever but um he was like are you sure you have enough upper body strength there like and Cody was like yeah I got this like I'm good like let's do it like, I can lift five of these you know like the whole macho man thing but um and then so they're lifting this table around the pool and of course he fucking falls in the pool and it like so With the table hard. no no he actually like carried the table outside of the pool and then fell in like he saved the table first <laughs> but um but he just fell and then we have like an outside like security camera and they literally about once a year or p- more than that like three times a year will send the video in a group chat and be like haha remember when he fell in the pool <laughs> it, was, it was so funny um I was like, that got caught yeah oh my god perfect um I guess memorable it's actually funny because the the most memorable thing every time I think about like oh what's like the like cutest moment we've had he when we were friends and we were starting to like talk and whatever he said he loved me but he was saying it as like okay love you guys bye and he it was always like this weird it was like a really interesting friendship dynamic the group because saying love you was like you're in the group like if we love you we love you and when he said and I was new to their group so when he said like love you both I was like oh my god he loves me like did you guys just hear that (laughs) so that was the first time he said love you but it wasn't even to me but I just remember being like oh my god fucking Cody Lutton loves me it was like the most fangirl thing in the world but anyway uh, we're so cute look at us um okay very last thing three red flags in an icky man
1: mm, i would say men who follow a bunch of thoughts on, okay I, I understand if you're single it might be a little bit different but like men who follow a bunch of like thoughts online and like watch the tiktok videos of girls shaking their ass and like yeah they, like, follow, like, a thousand girls. Like, none of them follow them back. I would say that's a big ick to me. Yeah. It's small, big energy. Hmm. Another red flag is that when you first start dating, especially if they don't plan the dates, like, you're planning all the dates, and they don't pay for most of them, I would say that's a big red flag ick to me. Um, Third, I would say for me, I have a rule that after three months of talking or going on dates or seeing each other, you should know if you want to date each other. And if you don't, what the fuck are you doing? So I would say a man who doesn't ever try to define the relationship and just kind of wants the benefits of a girlfriend without like the commitment of having a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And after two and a half, three months, like doesn't even try to have a conversation about it. Or if you have a conversation about it, tries to talk you into just like, I don't know, having like a thing or situation. So I would say a man who doesn't know what he wants from the start and doesn't communicate from the start that he wants a relationship.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think we listed a lot too throughout this, like if he doesn't, is if he's not empathetic and open to what you have to say, if he shuts you down, um, if he's not willing to learn about you and your body, because we have a complicated system going on here. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. And thank you so much for this entire thing. You have You've definitely given a lot of insights into what a healthy relationship looks like and also how to dis- distinguish from toxic and non-toxic behavior. So thank you so much, a lot.
1: Of course, I appreciate it. Thank you for your kind words and hopefully it was helpful to everyone listening.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, thank you everyone for listening. Please rate and review Divine Gossip on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Bailey, where can people find you and or work with you?
1: So you can just either if you're wanting more business help, biz by Bailey on Instagram and TikTok. If you're wanting more like health, hormone fitness help or like you just like my vibe, follow me um on Instagram. It's gonna be strong by bailey allison on tiktok it's strong by bailey and if you're interested in working with me just come into my DMs. And we'll have a chat about it
0: yay highly recommend that really recommend that um thank you so so much again thank you okay bye everyone
1: bye